I'm Andrea Hope, and this is To Mother. Episode 10, Pregnancy. Hi, I'm Andrea, a poet and a mom and a Baha'i, and this is my podcast, To Mother, where I share my recommendations and insights about mothering, about parenting with purpose in the modern world, and I share some of the quotes that inspire me from the Baha'i writings, I share some practical tips, some resources that I found, and sometimes some of my poetry. So today we are going back into the stages of mothering by talking about pregnancies. So a couple episodes back, we talked about trying to conceive, and now we're going to talk about being pregnant. I remember that the very first few weeks of me being pregnant were amazing. I was so happy that I was finally pregnant, and it was just really exciting. And then around week maybe five or six, the sickness kicked in. And just trying to think of (laughs) that phase of being pregnant, I remember... A big thing for me was I feel in school, maybe because you're a teenager, we learned so much about avoiding sex to avoid pregnancy. So there wasn't this emphasis on what actually is pregnancy, what are the stages, what is the beauty of pregnancy, or just procreation in general, even if you're not talking from a spiritual perspective, just scientifically, it's this complex, unique experience, and I didn't learn that much about it being younger. It was more about preventing it. And also, I kind of had this idea that, oh, it happened so easily. That's why they're always talking about prevention. But then you learn that actually it can be more difficult as you get older and you learn just a lot of different things. I think in university I learned some things, not from classes, but from kind of nonprofit events on campus. But the thing that was biggest for me is I guess I didn't feel like I was housing the baby in the sense that this is my body and it's housing this other being. I kind of felt like well, is this my body anymore? Like, this is just being honest, you know, because all of us probably have some insecurities about our bodies, but you come to a certain level of understanding and appreciation for your body and what works and what doesn't. And I am one of those people who tries to be really conscious and listen to my body if I'm tired or if it's telling me that, hey, this food doesn't feel good or whatever. And then when I was pregnant, the first couple of weeks were just great. I was just happy I'm pregnant. It's great, you know? And then I think after like week five or so, I started to have some symptoms and then throughout I had a very very difficult time. I mean people would tell me that I had the glow and I looked great and everything but internally it was really challenging for me because I wasn't able to continue um, serving in the way or working in the way that I wanted to and as I said I had come to know these certain ways of uh, treating my body that were totally different and every day from pregnancy would be unexpected, like it was hard to know exactly why something was happening. And then you ask a medical professional and they're like, oh yeah, that's totally normal to have, you know, leg cramps or it's normal to have headaches or be moody or whatever was going on. I was having a lot of infections. Oh, that's normal. It's maybe not common, but these things definitely come up. So that was, yeah, a big thing for me. I would also have to say that I've never broken a bone or anything where I had to recover over weeks. Usually I feel myself about to get sick and then I rest more, I take vitamin C, I do the things that I feel like I need to do in order to get better. And usually like within a week, I'm fine. And in some ways, I count that as a blessing. And that's really wonderful. But then that made being pregnant my very first experience 
with having something that wasn't just gonna go away like because I'm taking good care of myself. It was kind of more of coping mechanisms. Well, at least that was just my experience. I don't know if um, other people felt like there are certain things that they did that really helped them to prevent some of the nausea or pains and things like that. But for me, it was more, you can't prevent you know the pain from your breasts starting to stretch and change for, because they're getting milk or I couldn't prevent certain smells from making me feel sick, but then I could do something after to try and like ease that pain. But yeah, (laughs) I'm talking a bit more about the like the practical stuff. But yeah, on the spiritual side, of course, it's this just how, how I can say is just like such a unique experience. I think that word is used maybe too often, but it really fits for this situation where it's like nothing I've ever experienced before. And it's so unknown kind of what's going on in there. I mean, you see a bit of it when you go to the doctor, but you know, you never know for sure. And in the place where I was, I couldn't even go to an appointment until the first three months, I think. So I really was just like hoping everything was okay, but not quite sure. That was another advice that we got was to not tell people about the pregnancy until after the first three months. That was kind of how we were advised. And even I did something where I was telling people that I was trying to conceive. At a certain point, I let people know and I kind of regretted that because then people were like checking in with me or, you know, they're kind of expecting, okay, what's going on? Because I had told them that I was trying And of course, they're not meaning to put pressure on me, but I felt more pressure from the fact that I was trying. So if you're someone who's like maybe emotionally sensitive or you're not sure how much you want to talk about it, it might be something that you don't share when you're trying to conceive. The positive side of it was that I was able to ask people to pray for me and to pray with me. And so that was really great, them knowing I could call on the community for that. So you just have to think about kind of what's important to you you know it's going to vary for different people but I think a lot of people especially if they're it's their first pregnancy they'll wait um, a couple weeks or a couple months to make sure that everything is okay obviously people are going to be supportive and happy for you (laughs) for the most part but yeah if something is to happen it can be harder when you've told a lot of people so I guess it's for each person to decide I mean of course it is but I just wanted to give some reflections from my experience in terms of knowing myself and the challenges that I had so in my office I actually did share it earlier because I was getting very sick and I really felt like I wasn't being myself the people in my office are so loving and supportive they definitely noticed a change in me and so I felt like in order to be uh, of service and in order to really maintain the level of community and love that was in the office that I should let them know and I just asked them not to tell people outside of our office but there was you know the day-to-day stuff where I felt like I was being more standoffish or I would skip going to lunch together so it was one of those things where I didn't want it to appear as if it was something it's not. And I trusted the people I was around enough to say, okay, I can tell them at this stage where I feel like it's becoming a thing where I have to hide it. And also everyone checked on each other so much, like, oh, how are you doing today? And I I like to be really honest about those things. So I didn't want to lie and be like, oh yeah, I'm doing fine. So yeah, a lot of people are working from home right now, or maybe you have off, so you don't have to worry about that. But if you are in a setting where you're around other people, Um, and you feel that there are some people that you can trust to tell at the beginning, either because it affects your relationship or it would just be easier for you. I did have that experience where there are some people I could tell and then just ask for them to keep it to themselves until we had our doctor's appointment. 
And then there's a prayer in the Baha'i writings that I came across that is for the child in your womb. And this is really helpful when you are going to through the struggles of pregnancy if you're one of the people who has um, some health issues during your pregnancy. If you're not, God bless you. <laughs> and I think that that is wonderful. Um, I had friends who were just like, I didn't even feel that I was pregnant or know that I was pregnant until the doctor told me or, you know, I was actually worried about the baby because I had such few symptoms and their baby was perfectly healthy. But the majority of us are going to go through some health concerns. So one of the great things is to just think about that little being and that was one of the things that definitely helped me just trying to learn about the processes as much as possible because the more I knew the more comfortable I felt like what was normal and what maybe was a cause for concern and just the beauty of the scientific process of conception and the different stages and you can check on oh my baby it's growing fingernails or it's the size of a lemon that kind of stuff was helpful for me and of course just thinking about this being that's going to come into the world and praying for this little being. So I'm going to read the prayer for pregnant women. And this prayer is from Abdu'l-Bahá. My Lord, my Lord, I praise thee and I thank thee for that whereby thou hast favored thine humble maidservant, thy slave beseeching and supplicating thee, because thou hast fairly guided her unto thine obvious kingdom and caused her to hear thine exalted call in the contingent world and to behold thy signs which prove the appearance of thy victorious reign over all things. O my Lord, I dedicate that which is in my womb unto thee. Then cause it to be a praiseworthy child in thy kingdom, and a fortunate one by thy favor and thy generosity, to develop and to grow up under the charge of thine education. Verily thou art the gracious, verily thou art the Lord of great favor. So I will definitely put that link in the show notes. If you don't know, there's a Baha'i Prayers website where you can uh, search by the different categories and sometimes it's just easier to search that way. And I would also love to hear how other people coped with their pregnancy or what surprised you about your pregnancy. Um, Did you research a lot before and you already knew or were there certain things that you found out during the process that surprised you? Yeah, I would like to hear about people's experiences with that as well. And if you think that there are things either the school system or we as parents should teach our kids about that process, you know, when we're educating them about sex or when we feel like it's a good time to talk to them about Um, pregnancy and having children, not just about preventing it, but about when they're ready to embrace that. Um, Yeah, definitely email me info at andreahope.org. That's I-N-F-O at andreahope.org. I'd love to hear from you. I'd love to hear your tips or any resources that you have that helped you. I'm always open to that. And also it would be really great for me that you subscribe just so I know that this is helpful to people or (laughs) people are listening. You know, I'm obviously not trying to make money off of this podcast or get to a certain level of likes or anything like that. But when you subscribe, then it does let me know, hey, there is an audience that is appreciating this. And then if I find that there's not an audience that this is really helpful to, then I can use my energy to support Baha'i community and parents in different ways, like books and videos and children's class ideas and stuff. So my uh, living the life tip, I hope if you're pregnant or you're thinking about your pregnancy days will be a relief to you. And that is to embrace laughter. I have to say that for me, laughter really was the best medicine when I was pregnant. I had a lot of emotional challenges 
in terms of accepting and being detached that, hey, I'm just going to not be able to do as much as I usually could. I felt like at a certain point I was doing 25% of what I'm usually able to do. And people were very supportive. Oh, even at 25%, you're doing a great job. You know, it wasn't like I was feeling outward pressure that I wasn't good enough or that I wasn't keeping up. It was really inward for me being used to having a certain kind of lifestyle. I thought that it would slow down a little bit, but like 75%, I wasn't prepared for that. And so I found in order to keep my spirits high, along with prayer and thinking about the baby and the development, was laughter. So I found a couple of shows that were really funny to me, and I think people do have different humors, so you have to find what's good for you. So I don't want to underestimate comedy as an art form, because I think sometimes it's like, oh, you're just having a laugh, and there's different kinds of comedy, and you can choose something that you feel is appropriate but just to acknowledge that comedy is also an art form that we can draw upon. And as we know, there's a whole book from one of the uh, Hands of the Cause, William Sears, called God Loves Laughter. And Abdu'l-Bahá loved to tell jokes and laugh with the friends. So I found that laughter was really, really helpful just on a day-to-day -day basis of keeping me in good spirit. So yeah, that was my thing. Laughter was the best medicine. And then the resource I'm going to share is called Child of Mine by Camelia Koshmasra. And so it's a composition for expectant parents. I did find an article about it on Baha'i blog, and I found a link to like a PDF version of it. So I'm just going to go through and tell you basically what the chapters are. Chapter one is about pre-pregnancy matters. Chapter two is matters within pregnancy and breastfeeding. Chapter three is infant health. Chapter four is matters after birth. Chapter five is the spiritual environment of infants. So those are the five chapters. It's a mix of some explanations and some direct quotes from the writings, um, similar to some of the marriage books that I've read where it gives like a short introduction or explanation and then it quotes the writings. I will put a link to that in the show notes as well. And I hope that if you are pregnant during this time, you're able to draw upon that prayer from Abdu'l-Bahá. And I wish you health and guidance and peace. <laughs> in your journey and I acknowledge that it's likely going to be a difficult one. So I won't pray that there aren't going to be any difficulties because I think that that is somehow the, the wisdom or some part of the process. But I will pray that all the women who are pregnant are able to find ways to cope, to be more reliant on God, to develop uh, spiritually, to draw upon the people and the experiences that help them to have gratitude and to learn the appropriate lessons for this phase of life. And let's see, is there anything else? Oh, well, it's time to end with my poem. Questions from the Bathroom Floor by Andrea Hope. Why don't our mothers warn us? Do you think my coworkers can tell? Should I still act like I feel well or show the softness of my strength? How do one and one make three? Should I ask my husband to hold me? Is it normal to have infections, leg cramps, mood swings? Oh, the doctor says it is. Should I sit more in the stillness, show more gratitude to God? Is it okay to confess that I'd rather skip this part? Will I have a nervous breakdown? Will I have a nervous breakdown? Did I have a nervous breakdown? Doesn't it feel better now? Can I still hold my head up high? Place my trust in the divine, both above and deep inside. 
Will I teach this precious life form to be graceful and tough? On days when she isn't, will my shoulder be enough? Is the answer always love? And likewise, the question. To Mother is an individual initiative and provides only the personal reflections and insights of its creator. That's me. For more information about the Baha'i faith, including access to the official writings and contacts for Baha'is in your community, please visit Baha'i.org.